Hello, I am Maud and welcome on Women Run the World podcast. The show where you can listen to unique interviews of female runners that I met during my round trip world from 2015 to 2017. You will listen to interviews with no filter to understand why women are running, how it's different to run in Cambodia, Kenya or Brazil. Let's go and meet all these women who run the world. Welcome on episode number 19 of Women Run the World podcast with Nea interview. I met Nea in her company dressed up in a traditional dress. Nea started running to cope with all steps that she had to go through her life. Let's listen to Nea's story. Hello. Hi. Could you tell me who you are and what is your athletic history? Uh, well, I'm Neha Shrivasa, born and brought up in a small town um, of Uttar Pradesh, the northern part of the country. Uh, my athletic history, I think it goes down from the time I was born. I, I think I've been like um, sprinting on the road when I was uh, one and a half feet. <laughs> my mother would just leave me there on the road and I would, you know, just jump and hop across on the road. And so it's been there going on since then, I think. So it's, it's there in the gene. I grew up with that. Could you tell me uh, when exactly you begin to run? I guess 10, 15 years back, when I took it seriously, that I should run. And how old are you now? I'm 32. That's good. <laughs> yes, I am 32. <laughs> That's good, 15 years of uh, running. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why did you begin to run? Well, that, that's a difficult question, you know, Moe. Um, Okay, honestly, life is never fair with you. There are certain things that you come across in life and you're left in a zone where you just don't know what to do. Uh, by mental design, I'm a person who's very high on energy levels. So if you do the Thomas profiling of my mind and body, uh, the result comes out that I'm extremely high on energy. So the entire frustration and agitation and anger against a lot many things that happens across in life uh, leaves you into a zone where you just don't know what to do and you can't really fight. You can't scream, you can't cry because of the certain situation. And I, I thought running was the only resort that I had to resolve my issues with myself and the world. Could you tell me how running changed your life? It channelized my energy. It really helped me uh, to think straight to clear my mind, to clear my heart, my, my soul, uh, went out all the agitation and frustration that I've had. Um, there was such a dip in my life when I could just not stand on my own. Um, I thought life has all ended. There's nothing that I can move ahead with in my life. Running gave me that hope back. Running told me that there's still a way for me to work and drudge on. No matter how difficult it is, I will not give up. And that whole thing of, of not giving up in my race got reflected back in my life. And I'm still not giving up. <laughs> Could you tell me if it's hard to be a woman in the running competition? Absolutely. Very difficult. Just not in the running competition, but even when you run like you know, the normal race, you, you, go, you go out for practice, 
it's so difficult because people look at you so differently because you're a woman and you definitely are not fully covered like how you're supposed to be in India and you're into, into running gear which is shorts and a tee and people would pass comments, people would uh, ogle at you so it's difficult plus you're not uh, sought like a, a competition to the men oh that's a woman, she, she can't make it that's okay, she's just running for the heck of it or oh shit, a woman is running so no, there, there are different sort of uh, expressions and comments that you get from people um, it, it's quite strange to find in India by people uh, that uh, how can a woman run it's because it is all about um, the typical household running the household errands taking care of the family or maybe at the max go out and work and go back home cook dinner serve your family and that, that's the whole life that churns around but getting into sports, uh, getting to take your own decisions in life is something that doesn't work in India. You can't be so independent in your thought, which again reflects back to running, that how can she run? It's very difficult, very difficult. My parents still date. Uh, in fact, so I, I was married and my ex-husband um, and his whole family had big issues with my running. My parents still date have issues with my running. Why do you run? <laughs> Why do you have to go to places to run? <laughs> and I don't have an answer. I just want to do it. It, it. it relaxes me. It gives me that high. You know that runner's high that you get towards the end of the run? It gives me that pleasure. And I, I think I'm just addicted to it. I can't do without it in my life now anymore. <laughs> And it's not changing in India the thing about women and like uh, doing anything um, else? So like there's a slight change in the sense you find more women running now the end days. Uh, but by and large, the mentality still remains the same. It is still the same. It'll take another decade or two or three decades to change overall. But you will not stop running, so... I will never. <laughs> I want to die while running. Really, <laughs> I want to die there. So, um, especially, so it's there. No, when you sprint, you should not go beyond a certain pace because of the kind of heartbeat it races up, and then it might lead to stroke. And and I have this dream that I want to die running. I really want to wow. die on the track. <laughs> it's it's crazy, <laughs> but I want to do it. Runner, I crazy, so it's yeah. okay. <laughs> Indeed. So, could you tell me if it's your job now, a full-time job, or you do anything else? So, I work. I work for a corporate. Um, I work for a German pharma company. And uh, running is still, like, you know, a passion for me. It's, it's not a full-time thing, though I want to take it up on a serious note. I've been dreaming of, of doing this. I, I don't find that pleasure anywhere else except for running and, yes, dancing. <laughs> it's forced too! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, both of them go hand in hand. Could you tell me if you have a coach? Well, I had a coach for, uh, for a brief uh, period, but I don't really have a coach to follow. So I, I do things on my own, make my own targets, make my own milestones, strategize how I'm supposed to. Um, at the end of the day, you know what? It's, it's, it's all about a mind game. And when your mind tells you to stop, you have to run from your heart, is, is what I feel. To 
just give yourself a little push drive go on don't give up don't give up and so you keep on chanting you know when when my body really starts into gets into the fatigue zone and it says okay neha you can't do it anymore the only chanting that i do is neha push yourself you can do it push yourself harder and you can do it and then divert my attention talking to people cheering more people who are probably not able to run or who are giving up on the race course that motivates you more so i think you become a self coach over a period of time <laughs> that's true yeah and do you run with other female runner sometimes yes sometimes yes oh i keep motivating you not believe in my office my my family i so much keep on motivating all the people to go for a run get into fitness but it makes your mind healthy you know you you just away from all those um political shit that happens across in a corporate or maybe in the family also and in your personal life you you are into a very div- in a zone of divinity i mean somehow i i feel that way it's so pure you, it's it's not meeting your mind and body and soul together i don't know if it's making sense to you but i really experience it you 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 feel your whole self each part of your body your breath your mind how you doing where you doing and how difficult it is to do and and overcoming that challenge is i don't know it it makes you a different person altogether changes it transforms your life you you start looking at life more positively you're the same as me yeah. <laughs> i can tell you yeah i'm sure that is why i'm here oh, i know <laughs> and you inspired me to get into this <laughs> full time <laughs> sorry <laughs> so could you tell me something about uh, the women about your passion that you want to share with me one thing when you're running you're just a person you're a human you're a soul don't think yourself like you're a woman who uh, who's defined by our typical lingo of uh, how a woman is maybe uh, uh, weaker in the muscle strength or uh, just meant to sit and work around at home uh, feel yourself like a pure soul and and give it your best it will teach you something more it will make you meet yourself you you get lost women generally get lost in the whole world of uh, managing the things around they manage everything around but themselves so i think my message to the whole world uh, especially the women in the whole world would be get on to managing yourself meet yourself don't lose yourself we just get lost in managing the family and the work and meeting the two ends meet but and we forget to meet ourselves so take this up and meet yourself it's it's really important perfect this is just one life you have live it and i have one question uh, do you have children no i don't have do you want have i want to okay <laughs> and i want to really groom a child to to live the life in real terms i i want a child to do something which is so different and unique in nature rather than just leading a normal life i i i think i'll adopt a child maybe in a year's time a year and a half you want to adopt a child i want to adopt a child good yeah uh, indian or anything i'm so uh, okay i'm a person if i have to define myself i don't believe in 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 culture in caste in religion Uh, for me the culture that i follow is human culture and it's not for the heck of saying i really mean it it's it's a human culture that a person should follow feel yourself and act like a human not 
an Indian or say a Japanese or a Chinese or a Muslim or anyone. Be human, that's what you're born like. Um, I don't want any religion because I, I sincerely believe um, it's just one religion of humanity that you need to have. Be good. That's it. You don't have to do anything, you don't have to follow anything else. Just be good and everything will fall in place. We forget to be good but to go on doing things which are written in the books. Maybe in, in Hindu it's uh, the Gita for for Christians, your, your Bible and Quran. And, but everything talks the same thing, just be a good human being, that's it. So I, I somehow don't follow any culture. I somehow don't follow any religion. I'd love to have a baby maybe from any part of the world, <laughs> if possible. How will you manage to take care about your child and uh, running at the same time? Do you think it won't be hard? No, it will not be hard. Okay, so you know, uh, you know how you make, uh, you do pottery? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, I know. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> the technique I, yeah. of it, you know, you, you mold it. Yeah. You, you get the clay and then you keep on, this is a, there's a wheel which turns around, it swirls around and you keep molding the mud. Grooming a child is like that. And I think I want to have a child to mold him or her into being a good human being. Of which I think sports play an eminent role, you know, to, to carve that, that, that humanistic approach towards life. And it's very difficult these days to have. So sports give you that bend to challenge the challenges of life and never to give up. So I think from the nascent stages or years of my child, I'll get him or her involved into sports activities. I want every child across the world to be an athlete or into some sport, which channelizes your energy, which makes you more focused, more determined in life. And follow something which is like a one human, one culture concept rather than different countries and different people and different religion. I don't know. Somehow I, I find it very fake and artificial, superficial. So you will involve your child in the, the running or in the sport, that's yeah, what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the very beginning. Perfect. <laughs> uh, we run together and I, I would <laughs> want my child to beat me. <laughs> That'll be my, my winning day <laughs> when my child beats me. Finally, would you like to tell me something that you didn't share with me? So one thing which is like very transactional in nature but I think I would like to put forth. Um, I'm a person who suffers from arthritis. Arthritis? Arthritis is a, a joint uh, problem that you have and it, it's uh, something that you can't walk. Immense pain in the joint and it's really difficult for you to walk. So I have this problem of arthritis. So there was a patch in my life when I could not walk on my own and I had to take support from someone to be able to walk. I have bronchitis problem, uh, which is which makes you breathless, and I could combat all these two major problems in my life, diseases or ailments in my life, only because of running. So running, it definitely elevates you spiritually, it elevates you mentally, and it definitely works wonders on your physical uh, body. It, it just, uh, you know, uh, rather, it increases manifold your strength, the, the strength that your body should exhibit, your mind should exhibit, and your, your soul should exhibit. It manifolds it exponentially, takes you to a different zone. So, run. <laughs>
This is it for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This interview really touched me because I understood why I started to run to solve my own problem and issue that I lived in my own life. If you like this episode, send me some comments and some stars and let's give more visibility to women who run around the world. See you on my next episode. Bye.